Hello and welcome to the Daily Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Daily Nugget. While we're continuing our journey through 1 Peter chapter 2. And I told you last time when we talked about being destined and that God has a destiny for us to know him. And Peter's going to continue on this trait and in this this line of thinking. And he's, again, the purpose for these passages is... It's not for us to judge other people, whether they're in or not, and if that's right or not. It's really not. The purpose of these passages is to remind us how incredible and special it is that God has called us to be his people. It is amazing that you and I, who are once far from God, have been included in all that God would have happen in this world. This is how he continues. They stumble because they disobey the word. This is people who do not know Jesus. Uh, as they were destined to do, okay? And then he's going to hit the goods here. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Again, if there's something in you that isn't tingling when you hear that, uh, you may not be alive. (laughs) It is amazing to think about what God has called us and what God has made us to be. God has made us, uh, but you, he says, are a chosen race. And again, he's speaking primarily to Israelites here. So uh, that's part of it. And he says a royal priesthood, okay? Again, in the line of Christ, and we have access to the Father, a holy nation set apart. uh, And holy means, and if you remember us talking about this, is a cut above. The best cut, you've been set apart as the best. Uh, a people for his own possession. In other words, we belong to God. That you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And I'm going to come back to the first part of that. But the second part is, is that we've been delivered out of darkness into his marvelous light. And once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Again, it's this idea of a people within a people, okay? Yes, they were a chosen race in the sense that they were the people of Israel, but now within that people, there's this whole group that have received mercy. This whole group of people that were not a people, but now they are because of what Christ has done and because they've received what God has offered to them in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We become Uh, people of God by receiving Christ through God's grace uh, and by faith. And it is marvelous and wonderful. But I want to come back to that last verse, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you. Uh, Think about that for a second. What if that is why God called you? What if that was God's purpose for your life? Uh, What if that was God's intended response to what he has done in your life, showing you mercy, bringing you into the people of God? And again, we cannot get past this fact that these are all plural words. This is not a me and Jesus passage. This is a 
God has brought together a group of people to gather together in his name. And one of the things that these people are going to do is they're going to proclaim his excellencies. And what does that mean? Okay, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you. It means two things. Okay, one, we proclaim that first to God in worship. Okay, uh, what does that mean? How do we sing uh, of the excellencies of God? Uh, one of the things is we have worship that is focused on God and not us. Okay, if you're in a in a worship service and the 90% of the worship is about you, uh, you probably are not in a Christian church. If you're in a worship service, though, and 90% of it is about God, you probably are right in the middle of a Christian church where you're proclaiming the excellencies of who God is and the focus is on who God is. By the way, this is why I'm writing the book that I'm writing right now. I'm writing a book on the character of God, uh, partially because I feel like we as a church, uh, and by church I mean the whole uh, church universal, have put all of our attention on ourselves because we're so narcissistic in our world today. We put all the attention on ourselves. What battle am I facing? Uh, how can I feel good about what I'm? what's going on with me? How can... God understand my problems and help me with my problems. How can I do this? How can I do that? And in all honesty, I think that part of what we are made to do, though, is to know the excellencies of God's character and then worship him for it and praise him for it. When we discover his goodness, we praise him for it. We discover his wisdom. We discover his power. We discover his sovereignty. When we discover his holiness, when we discover his love, where it tends and drives us to praise him. The second thing, I think, of course, what this means and straightforward is you proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light by going into the darkness and telling other people where the light is. Proclaiming his excellencies, not just to God and not just to his beloved, but also to those who do not know him yet, that they may come to know him in all his greatness and majesty. Another reason why I wrote the book. Uh, and again, I'm not making this whole thing about my book, but I am editing it. And it's getting further and further down. I can't wait to get it out in, in hopefully next year sometime. Um, but as I'm as I'm writing this, I'm just thinking, how powerful would it be for people who don't know God, instead of hearing all this stuff about how God can help them in, in their lives and make it all about them, what if they instead just came face to face with who God is and had to decide if they were going to give God the glory and what if our lives became about telling everybody how amazing God is? And that was our starting point rather than perhaps the other way where we tell everyone how amazing humans are. Humans are so amazing that God wanted to do everything for them and God worships them and he sent his son to worship them. He loves them more than anything. And, and there's so much truth in that in some ways, but in other ways, it's, they have it, we have it reversed. And uh, so as we think about our lives, proclaiming the excellencies of God to God, but also proclaiming the excellencies of God to those who do not know him yet. Uh, and of course, we proclaim the excellencies of God to his people. So anyway, that gives you some idea. God has made you and set you apart to be a part of a family, to be a part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Uh, you've been chosen and predestined, as we talked about last time. You who were once not a people, you've become a people. And I hope that's your story. If you're a Christian, you're listening to this, and you've not become a people yet, you've not joined a church, you've not become a part of the people of God, you got to do it. Uh, there's not one example in the Bible of somebody meeting Jesus and, and not joining a part of the, the family of God. There's not one. Every single one, uh, with the exception of the thief on the cross, and even then you can make the case that he and Jesus become the family in that moment. 
every single one joins the church, joins the people of God on the mission of God to worship God and be on his mission. All right, I'll leave it at that. That's a lot. And uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, appreciate you. Uh, This is a ministry of our true legacy. And sorry for the little bit longer podcast, but I got a little excited. All right, have a great day, everybody. Richest blessings.